When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's already the silly season for us, for our two clubs. They don't make finals, so now they start thinking about what's happening in 2023. Um, let's start at Port Adelaide because they're probably most active. Josh Dunkley is probably set up to be um, the hottest signature for 2023. Firstly, good fit at Port Adelaide? I think he's a really good fit at Port Adelaide, and he's a, he's a very good player. And the, uh, he hasn't signed yet at the Bulldogs, and that's usually a, a telling sign that... He's looking to move, and history would say that players that haven't signed by now uh, are more than likely to move on. So he's got a couple of options, but and Porter well and truly in the the hunt for for his services for next year. And I think he just fits into that midfield perfectly. Uh, we've seen Connor Rosie what he's done um, this year moving into the midfield gives Boca chop out whether he spends a bit more time forward. But he's one of those players that gets the ball, can run and break the Lions uses it exceptionally well. Uh, with Carl Amon uh, leaving, um, he'll just fill that void, uh, whether he's inside, out on the wing, you name it, uh, he can play in either position. So um, I think he's a great fit for Port Adelaide. So look, he's got links to Port Adelaide as well, or well, sorry, Adelaide in general, because his partner is Tipper Dwan, who plays for the Adelaide Thunderbirds. Um, so he's been spotted in Adelaide several times throughout the year, obviously to visit his partner. But there is some links there. He knows the town pretty well now, so it's a different. It'll be a change in life, so all those types of things. Kane Corns made a good point during the week as well that the reports are that Tim Taranto is worth around about seven hundred a year for seven years. So if that's what Tim Taranto is worth, boy oh boy, what's Josh Dunkley worth? Because he probably is worth a bit more than that. If you're grading it like that. You reckon he's worth more than Tim Taranto? I would think that Josh Dunkley would command a higher salary than has Tim he, Taranto. You disagree? Has he won a BNF? Not that BNFs are the Bill and Endor, but I certainly know Tim Taranto has. And has Tim had... Taranto has. I don't reckon Josh Dunkley has. I mean, he's won a premiership, but we're talking individual stuff. Yeah, he's been very, he has been a very consistent player, Josh Dunkley. But I, yeah, I, off the top of my head without looking at stats over the last few years, I, I'd have... Tim Trando ahead of him, just, I reckon. Mm, okay. 0427 Um, Who do you rate just a little bit higher, Tim Taranto or Josh Dunkley? Um, we'll stay in Port Adelaide. The other one, of course, is Junior Rioli. So he's been in town. He spoke not too long ago. Um, he's exploring his options. You know, play the best footy, you've got to be comfortable. And for me, yeah, I learnt that when I wasn't playing footy, that I was playing good footy, but I wasn't comfortable. You know, I wasn't stable. So if I could be stable, and, and I know I'll get the best out of my footy. This is interesting because Port's put an offer out there. It's more years um, and probably not as many clauses in what West Coast have given him. So we're hearing it's around about four years versus West Coast, maybe two years, um, with some solid clauses, given his history in the last sort of couple of years. Look, they're, they're angry over in Perth. They're angry at West Coast with the whole situation. I've always said, look, it's always power to the players. You look after yourself. These were interesting comments during the week from Xavier Ellis. Now, I'll tell you what would make you comfortable. Go on. 
getting paid for two years when you're banned for two years. That yeah. would make you pretty comfortable. Yes, this is West Not Coast, having to pay for the QC fees of your, your, your cases that you've mm. had in the last two years. Don't have them waived. Mm. That would make me feel a bit comfortable. Yeah, jeez. Willie Rioli, I think you owe West Coast. I think it's a, a it's it's not a great. You you might get a better deal at Port, but what West Coast have done for you over the last mm. three years, mm. you've played in two victories in the yeah. last three years. Jeez. I think they owes West Coast something. Not many players owe football clubs anything. Mm. Uh, it's a business deal. It is literally shake hands. I perform a contract. Uh, I think that he owes it to West Coast to uh, stick it out. That's Xavier Ellis via Triple M in Perth. Um, oh, jeez, look, he, he makes a pretty solid point. I'm still sticking by my guns in that, look, the players have got to look after themselves. I'd say 99.5% of players won't earn the money they earn as AFL players post-football. So you've got to cash in. Uh, Junior's been pretty open that he's got to look after his family, etc. But these are extreme circumstances. Yeah, and like I'm with you, Hazy. It's, it's hard because uh, Xavier Ellis makes a, an unbelievable point. And... They could have thrown him to the wolves after after what he some of the decisions that um, Rioli had made, and they didn't. They stuck by him, as you, as he said. They continued to pay his salary uh, and helped him in a lot of other ways as well. And they feel like they're going to get stitched with him just picking up and leaving. But as you said, an offer worth four years on a lot more money than what's um, speculated that uh, West Coast are going to offer him. Like, how do you say no to that sort of deal? So um, I can certainly see both sides of of the argument here. But, yeah, if, if a club was to stick by me in that in that sense, I'd feel obliged to, to stick, stick with them. Mm. Well... I want to see Junior Rioli play his footy in South Australia. So from a, a selfish perspective, I'd like to see him kicking goals at Adelaide Oval, often. So here's one for you. Small forward, like, does he fit straight into that side? Is, is he? Yes. So who misses out? The the, the forward nobody. line's stacked. You reckon he just no, I don't, no, nobody because sub straight in for Robbie Gray, maybe? There's spots opening up. I mean, Stevie Motlop, when he was at his best, was in there. So there's spots. We know Robbie Gray absolutely locks down a spot. They're looking for small forwards. And it makes sense for someone like this. Look, um, look. Let's be honest. There, there's some red flags that come with Junior Rioli because it's very open. What's happened over the last sort of couple of years? He's missed uh, football because of crosses, etc. But they were back in their football department. They've got guys like Sean Burgoyne there, who's, who can absolutely uh, be such an unbelievable mentor. So I think it's a good move. I, and I absolutely think he's straight away in their top 22. And so the other one as well is it's a bit of depth as well. He's a great player, but unfortunately his body is letting him down in Aratia Fantasia. Um, but look, they need to build up. They need numbers as small forwards. And you mentioned those red flags. And we have seen with Tyson Stengel over the last 12 months. Beautiful if, change of if, environment. If you get... Get around someone. You get them in the in the right headspace. You get the right people around them. They can turn it around. I'm not saying that Rioli will be in all Australia next year, but where Tyson Stengel was 12 months ago, to where he is now, giving him another opportunity, giving him another chance, um, it certainly can be done. Yep. Uh, the other one as well is Aaron Francis. He's been linked to Port Adelaide. This is uh, much probably looser than what's been reported. So he's had a loose chat with Port. Uh, just to gauge some interest. And from what we know, they've said, yeah, okay, look, let's come back. Top priority right now is trying to get some of these uh, other players through via the trade period. 
Um, so look, we'll, we'll come back. I don't think he's, he's done a medical or he hasn't done any of those sorts of, sorts of things. But uh, which I completely understand Port Adelaide saying, well, yeah, we'll have a look at Aaron Francis because the talent's still there. I know as a whole, it hasn't quite worked. He's had seven years in the system. But the fact that we're still sitting there going, well, he probably deserves to still be in the AFL system means he's shown enough for clubs to be like, yeah, that, that guy can be an absolute star. He came to Essendon as an absolute star. From what we're hearing as well, I think he could be the prime example of someone who change of environment, he can absolutely flourish. And he's a South Australian boy. I think he's had issues with homesickness before. This could be if he does land at Alberton, because we're hearing as well that the Crows, they've got all their eggs in the Isaac Rankin basket. This could be a big win because he's a genuine swingman as well. Michael Bublé. He's, he's a Michael Bublé. So if Michael Bublé is the king of swing, then uh, Aaron Francis could be the prince of swing. <laughs> but you're spot on. And a change of environment will do him a world of good, I reckon. Because he, he was linked to Adelaide a few years ago. And then he wasn't really getting an opportunity at Essendon at the time. But then they dug their heels in and said, nah, we see potential in this kid. We're going to keep him. We're going to back him in. And then... I think they did for a period of time, but it sort of hasn't quite worked out the way they would have liked. And I reckon he'd be a great get for either side, to mm. be honest, Port or the Crows. Uh, uh, multi-position player, as you said, um, takes a great mark, kicks the ball well, and still got a lot of good years of footy left in him. Well, let me put it this way. If Port take a bit of a punt on Sam Skinner last year. He played some great football at South Adelaide, gets himself on the senior list, and absolutely in the mix to play AFL football. It hasn't worked the way that uh, Sam Skinner would have liked and, and probably Port Adelaide for whatever reasons. Um, tough for opportunities and, um, and everything that comes with it. But if Sam Skinner can get uh, an opportunity, if he's good for some security, then absolutely Aaron Francis is good for some security. He's 25. And Port is still in the window, I think. They're still good enough to bounce quickly from the year that they've had this year and, and play finals footy next year. And someone like an Aaron Francis coming in, He's got experience. He's, he's a good player. Um, he adds to the depth as well. He, he can only help them drive up the ladder next year and, and play finals footy. Yep, absolutely. Thoughts on Aaron Francis, particularly Port Adelaide supporters. Uh, there's a small link with Aaron Francis and the power. 0427 154 166. It's certainly not a done deal, that's for sure. Uh, from the Crows, Isaac Rankin. We know that's just bubbling away in the background. What's he worth? No doubt that Gold Coast will be pushing for two first-round picks. It's pretty simple, isn't it? It gets done for their top pick. Is that it? I don't think they'll settle for just one top pick. Should I don't they? Think well, it's negotiation, isn't it? They start, you start somewhere, the Crows will start somewhere, and they'll meet in the middle. They'll meet in the middle. So it is one extreme, two first-round picks, and the other extreme, just one first-round pick, and then say it ends at... A first round pick and maybe either a second round or even a future second round pick or something like that. Yeah, it's going to get complicated, I think. There's going to be a bit more to it than uh, than just a couple of picks. Uh, and I'm not sure where it sits right now, how how in-depth they've they've gotten with, uh, with this trade, but uh, I can see this still taking a while to get done. Just quickly as well, from a Crows perspective, uh, Fisher Mackesy, reports were that he was linked with Carlton. Apparently that's cool, but... It was Sam Edmund during the week, uh, SEN's very own. He said, look, there might be a few little nibbles and some interest from St Kilda for a deal to be done there. He's still got a year to go on his contract here at Westlakes. Um, the other one is Billy Frampton. This is interesting because ask Trent McKenzie. Trent McKenzie saved his AFL career by playing really well in the Sample finals. 
um, a couple of years back. And I think Billy Frampton is doing the same thing. He is playing some unbelievable football right now. And before the final series, he was already getting linked to Collingwood. And he's one of those players who have been, he's been under the list for a number of years and didn't get much of an opportunity at Port, come across Adelaide, didn't quite get the opportunity early days, but his form even in the AFL side early in the year was was fantastic. Yep. And I just thought he was going to keep his spot, to be honest. Uh, he found his way out of the side, but continued to play at a high level in the Sandfall. And he, he's having high 20 possessions, uh, a heap of intercept marks, and, and uses the ball well now that he's a defender. He started as a forward, he's gone, gone into the back line, and he's, uh, he's been unbelievable. And it sounds like... Um, Collingwood might might be keen to free services. Well, it just feels like if you're a, if you're a big boy and you're still in your mid twenties and you can play in multiple positions, then you're worth a spot on the list just for the depth, aren't you? Well, absolutely. If you can mark the ball, we know how big the intercept game is in the AFL at the moment, and that's that's what he does. They're they're invaluable, and um, I, I'm just looking at their side now. So Darcy Moore, Nathan Murphy, yeah, like he could fit into that side, no worries being one of the, the two big key backs. And then you've got the likes of Jeremy Howe, Maynard, who, Chris Dacos, like, that's actually sounds like a pretty good mix, doesn't it? I was saying it could be a nice little replacement for uh, Jordan Ruffhead. 